I swear to God, the bitch was like, something, something, this music is dope. Pew, 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 pew. Some type of laser or some shit, bro. It was fucking wild. Yeah. My homie Tretch from Naughty by Nature once said, if you ain't from the ghetto, don't ghetto. come to the fucking ghetto. But I'ma let one of our most immaculate tall guys take us all through the ghetto. My nigga Rick James. When I was a young boy, growing up in the ghetto, hanging out on corners, <laughs> singing with the fellas, looking for the cute chicks. Trying to find me big fun. Big Looking fun. Some trouble. Well, Anyone who trouble. give me some. I was young and crazy. In the ghetto. Didn't know what my life would be. In the ghetto. I was dumb and oh so lazy. Something had a spell on me. In the ghetto. You wanna know what I'm talking about? You wanna know what I'm talking about? I could have done that. It's Lavo. One Lavo, what's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. Did you miss me? Cause I missed you. And if somebody ain't tell you you special, they right. You're not special, cause we're all the same. We're equal, except I'm better than you, and you're better than somebody else. Because that's the real truth. But y'all dope. I fuck with y'all. Y'all the audience. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all already know that, you know, we we going to... This is episode 70, by the way. Like, I don't talk about the episode numbers. Somebody said I should. So, all right, episode 70 was good. You know what I mean? Sabian Lavo show, one. One time for the one time. Another beautiful day in Vegas. If I... Oh, man. I'm not turning that on. Dave, y'all can see the view right now. This fucking view is amazing. But I digress. Thank you. For listening, thank you for putting up with my shit. I hope I've taught you something. I hope I've opened your eyes to to different things. I, I hope I'm really giving you a perspective that you probably didn't see and you didn't understand, or or you you know were misled and mis and 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 have a misrepresentation of what a conservative is or what a person uh, of color from from the uh, the ghetto uh, is that's successful, right? Because uh, somebody told me this week as, as well I'm sorry That's why I call myself a man of color That's what they called me uh, He was like You're not white You're a man of color I'm Look I'm light skinned I'm Spanish Mo, Look if you see me You might go Hmm That's a sand nigga at best Not a nigga nigga Just a sand nigga Now I'm okay with that I get it I got a big ass nose In the right crowd I look Italian Familia I fuck with the peoples You know what I'm saying uh, Beard grown out Hey yeah, I get it. I get a little A-Rap money. I'm cool with that. And when I'm really super dark, I look really Puerto. I mean, depends on what I'm wearing. But yeah, I could look super Spanish like that. So whatever. The guy goes, you're a man of color. So you see things differently. And I was like, well, you're not wrong. It just sounded weird. I don't like that term, man of color. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Or just color people like, whatever. Okay. That's how we talk. To me, that shit is strange. Because I'm pasty as fuck sometimes. I'm dark. Another My mother looks like a, a middle-aged white woman. She's white with blue eyes and blonde hair. Probably about fucking four nine now. She keeps on shrinking. She's like a shrinky dink. My dad, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, fucking black. Both Puerto Rican. He just was the black Puerto Rican. The, Af- the more African. My mother happened to be the more Spaniard. 
So uh, if you've been to Spain, and some have, some haven't, uh, very milky skin, very soft, very smooth, but some of them are really dark, like me, and darker, like my dad, my grandfather, another black Puerto Rican. He had blue eyes. Handsome motherfucker. My grandmother looks like an older Spanish woman. She looked like a, a, a very Spaniard woman. And it's funny how that kind of worked out with my grandparents and then with my mother and my father. Uh, and then you get me. I look like a fucking Italian Arabian. And some people think I'm white. So fuck it. Uh, I remember I was very happy that I got pulled over one time for speeding and the officer said I was Caucasian. And I was like, oh my God, I've never been Caucasian. So when I went to court, I was like, I'm just happy. He said I was Caucasian and he didn't put Hispanic or other. And they all laughed, and I still had to pay for the ticket. But it was a good day for me. I think I was listening to some fucking rock music. Yo, I love music, man. Don't judge me for my music choices, goddammit. Somebody said, you sound like you're from the South. I said, yup. Yeah, I like the South. I love my family from down South. My TT knows. A motherfucker really from the South, y'all. Like <laughs> I'm a country motherfucker at heart, boy. I swear to God. I'd be like, yeah, I'm from the South Bronx, but shit. I got roots in South Carolina. Fuck you mean, man. I fuck with it, man. I love that shit. I'll take some fried okra, some goddamn fried chicken right now over any of these damn fast food, man. Fuck. But um, that was funny. I'm just recapping my week now because honestly, let me tell you something. For everybody thinking that the fucking world is over and like shit's like horribly bad, there ain't much to talk about. There ain't shit to talk about. Nothing's happening. Hey, sh- AD, he played the fucking Raiders like a goddamn fiddle. Whatever the fuck a fiddle sounds like I don't even know what the fuck happened But he went over there Talked all his shit Told him to fuck off and let him go They let him go and he signs with a fucking team That looks like they're gonna fucking destroy the league this year I don't play sports I'm putting my money on the fucking Patriots Boy left Get paid the same I think boy he's 10 million short they said Good for him Good for him He played the game that is amazing. What a time to be alive. Good for him. I don't give a fuck how he did it. He did it. This shit's fucking hilarious. Win that motherfucking championship, dog. Because when you 45 and you ain't playing no more, they don't give a fuck about how, what kind of integrity you had. They only talking about you if you got a ring. And honestly, they might not even talk about you if you got a fucking ring. Get your fucking ring, dog. Get that fucking trophy in the house. Do that shit for you. Fuck everybody else. I'm with that shit. That's why I don't do sports. I'm greedy. Put me on a team that's going to win. What's the point of doing this shit? Don't we play to win? Fuck everything else. We play to win. And I cannot be on a team because I can't control that. We going to lose because this fuck boy don't know how to play? No, I'm good. I'm good. I do solo sports. If that's even a thing. I thought that shit was dope. Really? We got Bobo on the boards. Why? Bobo, don't do that. Don't push the button. Don't do that. Don't touch that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Susan's back. She's running Facebook. I'm done. Facebook. That shit's ridiculous. I can't keep up with that bullshit. I use a little app, right? I can just get lost in that motherfucker so I can post everything. Hey, Josh, if you're listening, is it louder? Let me ask you. You're the only person that says anything about the volume. And it's because you work in a loud environment, which is good to know. I'm really glad you told us something because uh, I feel bad if I lost anybody because they couldn't hear it. That shit's trash. 
6.4 million people. Let me let me let me double check my let me double check my sources. Oh, we're getting some conspiracy theory shit right after this. 6.2 million individuals off of food stamps. Do you understand what that means for the economy? Well, uh, for lack of, uh, well, that's amazing. It's my bad, you guys. I'm actually reading more about this. I mean, it was bound to happen because the economy is doing so well. Now, during the Obama administration, we actually suffered such a huge recession that we had soup lines bigger than during the Great Depression. You see, the difference was that back then people had to line up to get rations. Today, we were able to provide an abundance, but the soup kitchen and the, well, it's more of a proverbial soup kitchen was the EBT card and food stamps. Half of America was on food stamps, 320 something million people and half of America, half was on food stamps. Government subsidized. Now, food stamps don't get you better food, right? So let's see how well our government works at giving us things. You guys pay the fuck attention. You get food stamps. It's not fair to say you can only buy fresh foods with food stamps because it wouldn't be uh, equal for other foods. So with food stamps, things that are qualified and quantified as food, you can buy with a food stamp card. The EBT card, the SNAP program, $4 per person a day is what they give you. Um... Gum is almost $2 now or some shit. Oh, no, no, my bad. Gum is what, 40 cents? Almost 40 cents? 35 cents? 40 cents now? For a pack of five sticks of gum? It was a quarter when I was a kid, and before that, it was like a fucking nickel. Uh, Bottled soda is almost fucking $3 for a bottled soda. Meat? Through the roof. Vegetables are always expensive because they're hard to pick. And... I would love for us to come together and really figure out a good way how to get away from, I guess, GMOs if they can really prove that they fuck you up. But if there's a way that we can bring those prices down, it's difficult. I get it. Farming is hard and it's hard to fucking pay and keep prices low. But honestly, that's an issue that, man, I've never even decided. I never wanted to talk about food. In that manner, because I know if I get into this shit, I'm going to go down a deep, dark hole. That's why I focus on just economic growth, money. Fuck how much the food costs. Let me help you make as much money as possible so you don't got to worry about how much food costs. But let me explain you what food stamps does, because everybody has this misconception that government program and government subsidies help the people. Now, they do in very short term, very short term. The biggest issue that we have with all the subsidized programs is that it's not a real program. You see, because if it was a program, there would be something that you would follow, some type of protocol that when you fell on bad times, this is the protocol that we follow, and these are the techniques, and this is the process, and this is the training, and this is the X, Y, Z that you will need to come out of this slump, not only not ever need us again, but now be able to provide taxes back into the system and help the next person, and we can help them with the program. God forbid they fucking did that. The program is, here's your fucking card. Tell me how much you make. What do you drive? Who lives in your house? What are you doing? 
You can buy whatever the fuck you want. We're going to give you your funky ass $400 a month. Prices are still through the roof for everybody else that has to fucking buy food. So, God forbid we... You know, if you really just thought about the effects of what you're doing with these food stamps, you would see how terrible it is. I break it down in a very simple term. You see, we live in a free market, right? Or, excuse me, not a free term. I I try to break it down in in the... a simple manner that makes <clears throat> more sense as to why food stamps doesn't work, right? And this is what I mean by that. Because I'm talking like a fucking tard right now. I'm sorry. I, I didn't take my brain pills and I need to get more. But the breakdown is this. We live in a capitalist society. <clears throat> it's a free market, though. So when people hear capitalists, what do they think? Greed, money, er, stop it. Are you wearing shoes? Are you wearing a shirt? Do you live in a home? Do you drive a car? One of those fucking questions you answered, you believe in capitalism, shut the fuck up. Let's move on. It's a free market, meaning the government cannot come in your place of business and tell you what to do. They've created regulations and laws to follow and abide by so that you run practices and so you have standards and practices and and you can provide good faith to society because when you are a business owner, you are of the people. So... The government has made rules and laws and there's taxes and regulations so that we abide by certain rules so that we don't uh, take advantage of the people because they need us as much as we need them. They need us. So for us to continue and thrive, we must provide a good service, good product at good price. Me and you both sell products. My product happens to be food. And there's clients coming into the store. You sell non-food products. Well, the people that have food stamp cards, so it was half, half of America. So out of 10 people, five came in and would buy from the store 200 of my food things, maybe 50 bucks of the non-food things, right? Now, the government isn't doing anything. They didn't do anything. It's just the way it's set up. It's a food stamp card, not an allowance. So you can only buy food. That's fine. But what happens to the things that aren't considered food? You see, people adapt and they're smart. They'll just keep buying food and they'll buy junk because junk is considered food. So unhealthy items are still considered food. Why? Because even though it's a soda and a soda and a carrot are the complete opposite. They're both food. Now, what's the easiest thing to consume? What are the things that are consumed the most? What are the things that are the most unhealthy for you? Literally, just think of all of those things. Put that shit into one ball and go, that's the most that's getting bought. I promise you. And it's, it's for real, turn that shit off. And it's not slowing down. I mean, what happens is that we, we get used to these prices the way they are because they're inflated for so long and they need to come down. Like, obviously, I mean, I look around and I'm looking around and I say, if everything comes down accordingly, we're going to be doing even better, right? Because people are going to spend more. That's something that people don't realize, too. When you knock down prices, you don't take a loss. You move more products. And moving more products means you're going to make more. And it should continue to go that way if your business model, you know, can meet with the demand. But dropping prices is never a bad thing if done right. It's just good business. But prices are so high now that them coming down on food, it's just what it makes sense. So me being the food seller and then my competitor being the non-food seller, his sales are going to sway horribly, horribly. But for the people that don't get it, 
when you have half the people in the store buying only food with food stamps and maybe a few other select items around the store and cash, it throws off a lot of shit. It really throws off, especially for like the like a Walmart and things of that nature, because the smaller stores are doing great. Like a store that's just a grocery store and all they sell is groceries. They're fucking killing if they're in a bad neighborhood. They jack up the prices on the first because they know it's not your money. You're using food stamps. It's not it doesn't affect you. The psyche is fucked up because of this business. You cannot blame a business owner for using the fuck ups of our government and our system. Damn, I hiccuped. Would you get mad at the non-food guy if he said, I'm done selling non-food items. I'm getting into the farming business. I'm going to sell food. Fuck this. You can't get mad at him. And not only is he going to sell food now, he's going to jack up the price on that shit because he needs to make up for all the losses that he took. Crazy, right? So you can't blame people for using the system when it's fucked up. Now, why don't food stamps work? Well, one, it ruins the free market. Two, the biggest proponent that fights for these food stamps are the farmers for the farmer bill and for them to get more fucking tax incentives and whatnot. And I get it. Okay. Farming is hard, but it's been fucking hundreds of years. We need to figure this shit the fuck out because giving away money to make your shit sell isn't working for me because where's the furniture card at? How about uh, the music card? Or is the government going to start subsidizing music plays? Are they going to give away fucking iTunes cards? Is that fair to Spotify? Is that fair to title? You see what I'm saying? You got to put it in layman's terms sometimes because it doesn't make sense when you look at it. Everybody goes to the same game. Companies start to merge and come together because they're losing on one end and they need to fucking pick up the slack. Nestle makes so much shit now, it's ridiculous. I mean, you're, you're looking at companies that are manufacturing and producing one thing and just jumping into other fields just to take advantage of these slumps. 6.2 million people off of food stamps. I mean, it continues to drop. People are just getting off of food stamps and spending their own money. That raises everything in the neighborhood, bringing prices down, but doing good for them. You see, people always think that getting paid more is what helps the economy. That's not true. What you want is just steady flow of spending. That's the goal. You want to streamline everybody to the point where they can spend freely and not have to second guess when they go spend. When you go to the store and you have enough money to buy whatever it is you want, you keep that store moving, open, producing more and helping more people. That store makes money, pays their employees. That employee now goes out and spends money at a different store, making that store grow. And it just continues to happen. When you have a program like food stamps that comes in, and has dollar stores now selling food because they want to take advantage of the EBT. Gas stations all want to take EBT. Every fucking snack. My bad. I let that whole snack thing go. Every fucking snack has gone through the roof. And you know if you're on stamps, you got kids. Like, that's 99% of the fucking time when you get food stamps because you have kids, right? Kids love snacks. They love junk. Junk and snacks have been through the goddamn roof for years. And price-wise and just quality of, of product, Trash fucking trash they don't give a shit you're gonna swipe your card you don't like it throw it away because it doesn't affect your pocket you don't feel it it's bullshit it's not a free market when they subsidize that much so during the great depression we stood in line for soup during the great recession we just got plastic cards and fucked it off on doritos and pepsis 
No offense to Dorito and Pepsi or Coke and whoever the fuck, but you know what I'm saying. Man, Roach coaches are taking EBT now. You know, they had the, the, the warm food industry had to come in and go, hey, that's not fair. We sell food too. We just prepare it. How come they can't use EBT with us? There's fast food joints that take EBT. And some of these EBT ha- cards have uh, another program on them, which is cash that they can use in different places. So it actually works as like a debit card as well, which is it's crazy because it's not doing anything for the people that are on it. It does nothing for them. Not. It, it feeds you. But what what does that really do for you? They punish you every time you start making more money. You almost feel like you can't do better in, in, in your real life because in order to keep this little bit of help and they're going to make it seem, yo, that's my fucking problem with the whole shit there, right? Because I've done this as an adult. It sucks. You lose it all. You got to go in there. You're fucking holding your head down. You tell them the situation. They really don't give a fuck. They give you a little funky ass money. And then when you tell them you're doing better because you want to let them know, hey, man, I'm starting to make money doing this. Oh, wait, oh, all this extra sauce and all this other bullshit. And then you come to find out, guess what? It's just better if you don't say shit. They'll just keep giving you the fucking money. Because there's no plan. There's no rhyme, no reason. There's no execution. Hey, these job connect places don't do that good of a fucking job. The, the fucking people that are looking for jobs that need jobs to take care of their family cannot survive off a $9 an hour job. It'd be better if you provided real job training. And the thing is that they say they do, but if you look at how it's structured and how it all lays out, it should be a part of any any unemployment period. It should be a part of just as a society, our biggest weakness is education. Why would we allow people with no education to go get into jobs that are just dead end jobs that won't take them anywhere? Unfortunately, 15 people could work at McDonald's making a a so-so wage and maybe one of them makes it to managerial status and will get paid very well. Maybe one. It might take a few groups to come out of that one. You see what I'm saying? Like, and this happens in many of those jobs. Like, okay, some people go in there, it's my first job, but they kind of like the spot. They like the idea of how everything moves. And then they, they move up in the company and they can live very well, but other people are at the bottom and like, fuck this, I can't do it. Education is our biggest weakness, period. Not knowing is is terrible. It, there's so much darkness. It's just nobody knows what's going on. You can't see what's going on because you don't know no better. Um, Companies have merged like fucking crazy and nobody sees why. It's easy money if you sell food. There's a guarantee that out of 20 people that walk into your fucking store, 10 of them are going to spend stamp money. And you know it's going to be an absorbent amount of money because it ain't theirs. They don't touch it. They don't feel it. There's no nut. Like back in the day, it was a book. With fucking stamps you tore off. So at least when the fucking book got smaller, you knew. Unf- you know, fucking, it's just, it blows my brain. There's certain things that we do as people that seem primitive that we need to continue to do primitively. Feeling things disappearing out of your fucking hand does something to you. Trust me, it really does. Get a fat wad of money, right? Take take $50 in ones. Just get $50 in ones and then slowly buy shit throughout the day. A fucking knot, a $50 knot is going to be a decent size. Probably a small baseball. Look, I was 14, 14, my first $1,000. Bro, we go, and I was with my boys. 
it, it fucking hundreds, it's ten hundreds. So it's not a huge stack, but still, I'm like, damn, ten hundreds. Bow, I break one hundred. You already know when you break a hundred, you gonna run through it. But my wad got bigger because I had more bills. I was like, shit, let me break more hundreds. Bow, I break a few more hundreds, and I got a fat ass knot. Bro, it wasn't even seven o'clock at night. I burnt through that fuck like seven hundred bucks in like thirty minutes. I felt like shit. I went from a handful of money to two bills in my fucking hand. Two little fucking bills. That shit broke me. You understand what I'm saying? That shit fucked me up, yo. Food stamp books will do that to you. They will affect you. Either way, that shit ain't going to do shit. I just wanted to say there's certain things that we need to do just to remind ourselves of this, you know, feelings. Just to stop with the bullshit. Like the feeling of, oh, fuck, I'm broke will fuck you up and get you right. We cannot continue to give away things without having plans. If you put somebody on a plan and say, look, man, we're going to get you on a six-month plan. We're going to try to get you a good job. You know, what is it that you're good at? How about we come up with a survey that gives us a better idea of where this person stands now? Because, unfortunately, when you give a kid a fucking survey at 17, 16, and they start filling shit out, they really don't know what they want to do. You know, you have to have some life experience to really know what you want to do. How many people go to college, get a degree, and don't do shit that they went to school for? Or they'll tell you that they learned everything on the job. So, at 26, 27, 30, 35, 40, whatever the case may be, you've lived some. Hey, man, how about you take this survey? Let's see exactly where your heart is set. Why are we looking where your heart is set? Well, we want to know what you like to do. Then, we're going to have to have some type of a stress test that shows us what you can do. You see, that way, we can try to help you bring together both. You're good with your hands. You said you want to build houses. Okay, have you ever been a carpenter? Have you ever done any type of... Damn, I stuttered like a motherfucker. Have you ever been a carpenter? Have you ever done any type of construction? Do you have any building background? No, I don't, but I really want to do it. Okay, so here's a test on, uh, on a build. Fill out what you understand and what you know. Give me an idea. Just just fill it out. It'll basically be like a, a, a test of let's, construction 101. Wow, he takes the test. You know what? There's a lot of things you probably don't understand about construction and about building homes and being in carpentry. So um, we can provide a class for you and we can get you started. Now, this might not work for everybody. This might not work for everybody. But you're on food stamps. And they're telling you that in six months, I say, hey, look, get you a part-time job. Get something. Go to the front. There's a list of part-time jobs that'll keep you afloat, plus these stamps. Here's another piece of paper. Take it down for utilities. Get help. But in these six months, you will be coming to class, and you will be learning how to be a carpenter. This isn't a union thing. This is just legitimate classes with certifications. This way, you can take your certification. You can go get you a job, a legitimate job that pays very well. You can hold your head up. Now, another issue that we have is felons and, and the whole jail reform. So a lot of things tie into this whole food stamp and, and, and unemployment and education and bad neighborhoods and ghettos. And it's all one. You see, because you know what happens to a young person that goes to jail and comes back a felon? Good luck getting a fucking job. Good luck getting food stamps. It's still a person. They don't come back the same. Do you think food stamps helps people? They're not the same. It takes quite some time to come off of that system and feel some type of way. The shame that you have from it, the the guilt, because it weighs on you as a person. Some people, trust me, when you first go and do it, 
you feel like shit. After a while, you're like, man, fuck this. I'm going to take them for everything. That's the, that's the mentality you get when you live in those bad neighborhoods because we all feel like, you know what, fuck it. We can't make it anyway. Might as well just let's milk this bitch for everything we can. But if you come up with a plan, a program, when you tell them, listen, for you, in order for you to even qualify for these stamps, you got to take these classes and you got to qualify for this job. Whatever that job may be. <coughs> you want to be a welder. You want to be a steel worker. Let's go. Let's get you certified. We're the government of the fucking United States. You don't think we can get some fucking. Well, never mind. They can't really do much. They can figure out some type of certification program that counts and is just as fucking valid as the fucking unions or any other goddamn college. If we're going to keep making people spend money on fucking education, let's at least help the ones that don't got the money so they can fucking put money back into the goddamn system. You know, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you can't tell me this guy has to pay X amount of dollars just to fucking work on cars. When he knows how to work on cars, he just don't know the technical terms. He don't have the certification, so he can't get paid X. No, that's not fair anymore. And it's not about, oh, the people that got the money deserve it. No, 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 I'm not saying that. But there's too much fucking talent being wasted on bullshit like a couple bucks. That's all it is. It's a couple fucking bucks. You think that this kid is better than the other kid because his family had the money to put him into school? How about they're both 28 and they can't make it fucking happen. And the kid that doesn't have the certification is actually making a living off of fixing cars. But he can't get a legitimate job and he can't take care of his family because he don't get a certification. Now... I can look at it five million ways and say, man, I can't believe he ain't saving his money, taking care of shit. No, man, sometimes you got to fall on your fucking face for somebody to tell you you're doing wrong. Both people could be in the same situation. Both people just need guidance. Both people need help. When you come from the neighborhood I come from, financially, we're hurting completely. It's not easy. Making it out is amazing when you do. The system is set up where you can't really progress because there is no progression from it. It's all regression. Like, imagine you moving out of your house and then moving back, and now you don't have any bills. Does that really help you? I mean, if you're saving temporarily, yeah. I would rather you struggle and figure it out before you went home. There's nothing wrong with struggling. It builds character. Sometimes you got to fall on your fucking face to get up. These programs that don't have a plan and don't have an end game are just fucking worthless to the people. The fact that 6.2 million people are for food stamps is probably the best news that I've fucking heard in a minute. This country needs more of this. Continue to follow leaders that tell you that this country is worthless and that this country isn't worth saving and that they want this country to fail. Fine. Fuck you with them. When Obama was president... We wanted him to fail because his policies were fucking insane. You remember the war on women? It's not a thing. It was all feelings based. They ruined a lot of shit. We've come out of a fucking hole and we're doing so much better. But these people insist on what they say that they want a recession. Bro, are you fucking kidding me? We're doing so good right now. Why, why, who would wish a recession? Because that would end Donald Trump. Those are your leaders. We don't want more food stamps. We want more education so that we can go get jobs. We don't want Section 8. We want to know how to get our own home loans. Let me tell you a little something. Most people that can afford rent can afford a house if you got your credit right. If credit was an issue. 
Believe me. This episode was all over the place like bird shit, like they usually are. And I apologize, you guys. It just sucks that we don't have anything to fucking talk about. I want to do the conspiracy thing about Kevin Hart. I'm going to do it live on Facebook. Tune in later on today, and we'll go live, and we'll talk about this whole Kevin Hart thing and what I think is really going on. Thank y'all for listening. Go to klavo.com, K-L-A-V-O-E.com. Get you some merch. Follow on Instagram, Kasabian Lavo, the Kasabian Lavo Show. It's Kasabian underscore Lavo underscore show. Thank y'all beautiful people living the moment. Kasabian one.